Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It is February 22nd, 2023. We're here to talk AW Dynamite. An important announcement that we broke on FightfulSelect.com hours before AEW did. And much more. Uh, I encourage you guys, uh, leave a thumbs up. Donate your Super Chats and Humper Chats if you say, what are those? Uh, That's how you get your question or statement. Red on the air here at Fightful. Uh, apparently, according to at least one Twitter troll, you are no longer the Fightful Faithful, as Alex mm-hmm. refers to yeah. you, but Fightful Sluts. And yep. um, I'm on board with it. That's yep. all I can say. Yep. I, I appreciate it. And let me tell we- you, $5, that's, that's cheap work if you can get it, my friends. <laughs> 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 so at least they're not really sluts. They're five dollar whores. Cheap thrills. Yes, yeah. So go. it's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's nice. Um, we need t-shirts, Sean. Uh, yes. Like, but, like I already fight- got Melissa saying, like, are we going to get kicked off of Shopify for this fightful slut? And I think we'll sell out easily. Um, I will say this, um, uh, Sean. I, I I do feel like I'm in I'm in a Wayne's World extreme close up compared to you. Like whoa, yeah. Yeah, I wish yeah. there were there were more options on StreamYard, but we are kind of limited. But hey, yep. whatever, whatever. Uh, I'm gonna have a lot of people that uh, somebody says, or you said that the new AEW show is gonna impact your post show viewership. No, not really. I mean, most people that are gonna watch our show are gonna watch our show, and uh, they'll they'll that, watch it after that the fact. Feels very DVR-y to me. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like whenever we, you we can are, cram that in in a week, we are too. We are unmissable live. No, we are unmissable live right here. Uh, but guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. 
Uh, he says, let's see what backwards hat guy hates this week. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? At AEW Revolution, you're going to find out even more behind the paywall, FightfulSelect.com. Uh, we had reported today that uh, it was brought to my attention by one WWE talent and then echoed by some more that there were some fears that Vincent Wayne could be coming back into creative. Uh, I expanded on that greatly on the 4 p.m. show. Let me reiterate. Any wrestling websites that aggregated a tweet that said, hey, guys, 4 p.m. Eastern, there's context. They ain't worth anything. Don't worry about those. Provided the context at 4 p.m. on FightfulSelect.com. We got news on Trish Stratus, and we broke the news of AEW All Access. Let's go ahead and and talk about that. Uh, AEW All Access, a reality series that we had reported a lot about in the winter or maybe the fall. It was the beginning of November when they started filming. Uh, and it was, I believe a volunteer basis on some of this stuff, but like, I know that Adam Cole and Dr. Britt Baker DMD are a couple of the integral figures here. And like, why, you know, why wouldn't Dr. Britt Baker DMD be with the way that her, her unique day job works. And also I, I had heard, I think and reported last year that they did, some sort of reel for a possibility of this. In addition, I know that Warner had had interest in Swerve in the past. There had been interest in Darby Allen, a lot of things like that. Uh, where, where, where does your interest on an AEW reality show land, Alex? I mean, if somebody tells me, if I hear on Twitter, this episode had a scene you should watch, I'll, I'll consider viewing it. Yeah, <laughs> I was never like a a total divas guy, but I mean, like, I, I, I like, I, there I was some the... enjoyable stuff that would occasionally pop up there. Right. Sure. And then you'd be like, Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll see this thing. I actually really, for all of its considerable flaws, I really liked a lot of the backstage stuff on roads to the top. Yeah. Um, And so if, if we're going to see some of that cool, but I will say I'm working while that's airing. And yes. will I make sure to to run over to my DVR and watch it right after this? Probably not. Um, it is not what I uh, hoped uh, when I was hearing big announcement. Uh, although, as you pointed out, it's not a big announcement. It's an important announcement, which I think it is for the company. Because there's a lot of ridiculous stuff you see out there of WB is done with AEW. Get the yeah. hell out. We're not renewing your contract. You suck. Well, why would they do why would they be saying that but also bringing in a reality show? They wouldn't. So it puts a lot of those incredibly people- cost-effective. Right. For them. It's right, incredibly exactly. cost-effective. I, I was lot- kind of hope I was I was hoping for a uh for like a uh uh, uh forbidden door 2 announcement. Sure. Something like and- that. You know. And I will have some news on that fairly soon, whenever I can verify it. Um, I mean, there are some shows, especially that they'll put on after wrestling as a lead-in, obviously. Uh, Miz and Mrs. There's Roads to the Top that would sometimes get that spot. Uh, you know, we Total Bellas would get that. The only one so far that sort of knocked us out of our time slot was when Talking Smack was at its peak. Yes. And like myself and Anna and Jeff were like, all right, we got to, we need to watch Talking Smack because it was so integral and just entertaining in general that we were like, okay, we're going to, we're going to slide that back. But nothing since then have done that. Yeah. 
Brett Lockman says, has Alex stopped screaming into the void yet? Never. What? I hope no, never. That's, that's no, that's kind of my whole thing. Yes. You know, what is, yeah. I hope not. Meet Normus says, can't be here live. Just wanted to show some love on this stupendous hump day. Hopefully Dynamite was as much of a hoot as my night so far. Hashtag tequila. Uh, he sent a humper chat. And again, that's the benefit of sending humper chats. If you can't be here, maybe you're busy watching Roads to the Top or mm. Totally Bellas or whatever the hell it is or <laughs> All Access. You can send your humper chats before. <clears throat> Zach Schimmel does not want to be a Fightful slut. and said he just says, always loyal for Fightful. Cam Watson sends a pretty uh, hefty super chat that just says, my boss won't stop making bird puns. Well, two can play at that game. <laughs> my inverted job schedule doesn't let me watch wrestling live, but you guys help my passion. Keep it for it strong. Help keep my passion for it strong and give me a reason every day to be excited. Sometimes I get ahead of myself reading these, especially when you got two can jokes in there. Uh, thank you very much, Cam Watson. I greatly appreciate you. Uh, Tony says, my wild guess is for Tony's announcement. Full-time New Japan Talent Exchange? Wrong. <laughs> New full-time ROH AEW New Japan show? Wrong. <laughs> Start of a women's tag title tournament? Wrong. <laughs> Forbidden Door 2? Wrong. All in 2? Wrong. <laughs> All of those were wrong. I'm sorry, Tony P. Our friend Trey Cash sent us a monster super chat. Like, big thank yeah. you. He's donated so much of late. I just want to thank him personally. He says, I love AEW, but TK has dropped the ball with booking. From Starks to Hobbs to the Jungle Boy Christian feuds. Wardlow, Miro, and Black should be bigger. Kingston was on fire till he cooled him off. His booking is slowly killing his company, and I pray he turns it around. Jungle Boy and Christian, I don't think he had a shot. He didn't have a chance. I thought Starks and Hobbs was fine, but Hobbs just hasn't really been around much. But I mean, like he's he's healthy. He's working on dark and elevation. Like it feels, <clears throat> yeah, it feels healthy, weird yeah. that 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 that. I mean, well, at least I've seen him doing squashes on dark and elevation, which is yes. It's good that he's around. It feels like that's a guy who, if he's available, you make him a focal point somewhere, some way. Um, yeah, I mean, there there are. We'll talk about it. They are choosing, in my opinion, and in the opinion of a lot of other people, though not everybody, the wrong focal points. That is my thing. That they are saying, you are going to be a mainstay of television here for 12 weeks in a row. And I would argue that the choice of those particular acts, be they tag acts or singles acts or whatever, is not the best uh, for the on-screen product, I would say. Then there are ones like Miro. To me, there's no excuse for him to not be on TV. I agree with nope. Trey. Yeah. Wardlow should have been bigger than he is right now. Like, Wardlow should be enormous. Wardlow should be like, uh, where's my world title shot? Because right. I crushed the guy who's got it right now. Yes. Like, it, it's it's absolutely uh, something that, that should should be a bigger deal. And, and it's not. I'm going to ask Luis to put Trey Cash's... Uh, Super chat back up because it got erased on the back end. And I really want to continue talking about this because he sent a hefty super chat. But in the meantime, Zach Schimmel says, SRS, how dare you say I won't slut out for Fightful? Take my money. And he sends me <laughs> an incredible, an Such incredible nice amount on the super chat. Yeah. We love Zach Schimmel. He has long been a very uh, big supporter. 
Uh, uh, Malachi Black was the third point for Trey Cash. And again, yes. And some of that is Malachi Black needing some time off. But you can't put all that on him because he's been back for a very long time. That's right. And if we don't get Buddy Matthews versus Kenny Omega headlining, I wanted to headline a Dynamite, and I want Buddy Matthews to win. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Buddy Matthews needs to win against Kenny yeah. Omega. That would add some credibility there. I think that's very, very important. Flame Inc. says, have a question about the ratings. I listen to the Cornet podcast, and they look at quarter ratings, and from start to finish is ugly. Last week, there was a drop from 90 to 700K. Do these ma- ratings really matter anymore? Well, sometimes. Sometimes the quarter hours. And I'm not going to pretend to be like a ratings expert. Go to Brandon Thurston. He's a lot better for that. WrestleNomics is incredible. Sometimes the quarter hours don't necessarily match up with the segments. Sometimes it's not just every 15 minutes. So sometimes you're catching the tail end of a segment or the beginning of another one or a commercial break. If minute by minutes were available, that is a lot more indicative of of that. Also, I look at a lot of YouTube numbers. That's something that Fightful has always done with our, our viewerships. We will also put in YouTube numbers, which shows you what segments a lot of people are going out of their way to see or rewatch. Like if WWE has one that hits like a million, you know, it, it's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've yet to figure out the benchmarks necessarily on like Facebook, TikTok, And maybe that's something I, I can get into. Like if there happens to be anybody within WWE or AEW that's watching this, that has that information, I would love to learn more about that because occasionally I'll get looks at the live event reports. Cause I I'm, I've been posting a lot of that and, WDB has been having like a lot of record record shows lately, like Ottawa biggest show they've ever done in that area. And sometimes there will be info on like TikTok clips that particularly blow up. I want to find out what they, they consider like a, a good benchmark there. Lord Zypher says based on the matches added tonight and the likely trios match being added to rampage one to 10, how would you rate the revolution card? Well, Alex, I'm going to pull it up right now, but obviously we have MJF, uh, MJF and Brian Danielson, hour-long Iron Man match. I think that's going to be an incredible match. I'm really, mm-hmm. really excited for it. Listen, I would actually love Brian Danielson to win that title and then flip it back to MJF. Mm-hmm. But um, you get the Guns versus Lethal and Jarrett versus TBD. I actually think that whenever this gets done, it'll be a good match. I think it'll be if that that TBD that TBD is doing some heavy lifting. If it's not the right team, that's that's a zero out of ten. That match for me. Yes, uh, the acclaimed are also in that, and this is a four way, so th- no rules in this match. I don't yeah. think. So I think it's going to go crazy. Moxley Hangman Texas Death Match. I think they'll have a crazy match, but depending mm-hmm. on the way that the Texas Death Match rules are, it can be very anticlimactic. If it's yeah. the three count, then the ten count. Yeah. Joe and Wardlow is going to be fun, but it has the, also the potential to be a very slow-paced match. Uh-huh. I think Soraya, Ruby, and Jamie will actually... I think they're going to try to prove a point. Jericho and Ricky also has the potential to be a very slow-paced match. Jericho Appreciation Society banned from ringside. I know they'll still add a couple matches, but I don't think they need more than seven or eight on this show with one being an hour. I'm at like a... I'm at like a Four or five. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm assuming we get Swerve and, and Keith Lee just because it feels like the match is too big to not be on gotta, the pay-per-view. Gotta have that, and I am very pumped for that. 
Like that. That's that's to me. Like that's that's my. If that gets added, that's my. That's my most anticipated match of 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 the night. Um, like, yeah, a lot. A lot of a lot of a lot of it depends on um, on how how slow paced. Let's say Samoa Joe and Wardlow is. Um, and 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 a lot of it depends on on what they do with that four way tag match, and a lot of it depends on the booking choice uh, that they go with of that women's three way. Like a lot of it, we like will be. I'm excited for it, provided TK doesn't make some of his weird bonehead decisions that he's been doing, in my opinion, recently. But I am very excited for Hangman and Moxley, and also for MJF and Danielson. Xavier says, did you all see the Variety article about All Access? Had some interesting quotes with a lot of praise from WBD. Uh, I have heard nothing but good things from WBD about AEW. I mean, I I don't know what, what people want me to want me to say there. I'm not, not criticizing the Super Chat, but, you know, you'll see these weird tweets that, that get traction, like somebody saying, oh, well, Tony only has people on handshakes after 2024. That's a lie. That is an outright lie. I've reported on several multi-million dollar contracts that extend past the life of the TV deal. AEW is going to be on TV somewhere. Mm -hmm. They get very good viewership for the amount of money that is paid for them the next go around. Wrestling is very, very affordable television. And that's why so many different wrestling companies find, find a way to end up on TV, even when they don't deliver like huge numbers. Yeah. Eloquent says AEW pay-per-view builds can be eh, but the pay-per-views deliver. Yeah, that's also true. Mm-hmm. An Amish electrician says DVRI, sign me up. Oh, Aria DVRI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mr. Acosta says Sean Random. Uh, but what was was the TK aerial thing a work? No, it wasn't. I can tell you that Tony was legitimately bothered by that. And um Ariel spoke about it on his show. It, it is not a work. Uh-huh. Flame Inc. says, in all honesty, does AEW have many too many no rules or stipulation matches? Remember when death matches and cage matches were feud enders? Now they're just another match that randomly happens. Well, I do feel like this happened a lot in a couple of the feuds that just kept going and going and going and going. A couple of the best friends feuds, Alex, and mm-hmm. the Yas BCC feuds, I do mm-hmm. feel like some feud enders should have been feud enders as opposed to eh, just another match. Like I look back at, and I can't even remember if it ended a feud, but I remember best friends and LAX. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I was like that, that felt like something special. It felt like the end of something there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it all, it all depends on sometimes I'll feel like, Oh, we're really doing that now with one of those things. But, sure. but most of the time, those matches deliver like it might be uh uh AEW's calling card is these crazy brutal hardcore style matches uh that you, frankly you don't see very often in the competition like it, it, it almost always if you have something that is a competitor you want to provide something that the that the top uh, act doesn't and that's for me these these a hardcore, whatever you want to call them, no DQ, Texas death match, lights out, whatever you want to call them. Those things really deliver. When they put when they're on the card, they go all out with them. Brandon Joseph says this is the first pay-per-view they aren't sure that they're getting. Nothing on it they're interested in. And hey, I get that. There's still a couple weeks or, or still a dynamite until mm-hmm. till it's done. But um I get it. 
Um, I I don't really know how to follow up on that, but I understand like some people, yeah. and also WWE does kind of have center stage right now. They do have the focus of the wrestling mm-hmm. world for mm-hmm. for many reasons. WrestleMania season, yeah. a, a really great storyline that's going on as well. Yeah. Jake Salazar says, do you think that all these decisions by TK are a ripple effect uh, as to what happened with Punk? Because I feel like that drew a giant wrench in the plans that TK had for almost everything. (laughs) Oh, Mm -hmm. buddy, not just from Brawl Out, but well before that. I mean, he has spoken on the record about how much this, how much everything adjusted because of Forbidden Door. He was doing a CMFTR trios throughout the summer. Uh, The firm was supposed to do a thing with CM Punk, so therefore... Everything you see the firm doing right now is basically an alteration. Like yeah. a lot of the, the Matt Hardy stuff is is yeah. altered and, and all that. And therefore, yeah. you got to believe that MJF had things change. Obviously, we know that the trios had a bunch of things that mm-hmm. were changed. So, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of it is a, is a ripple effect. Not a ripple effect, like a tsunami effect, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Well... Pavement Cut Your Hair says, "What's the best VPN for watching AEW Revolution?" Well, I'll tell you the best pay or the best VPN for watching not just AEW Revolution, but watching this UFC pay per view that's coming up next weekend too. Hey, maybe maybe you're like, "Oh no, it's going to cost me so much money to get the UFC pay per view and Revolution." Well, I'll tell you what I do. I use NordVPN.com/slash/fightful. I get that UFC pay per view on those international prices, and I get a great deal. You can pick what tier you want, whether it's a pass, a VPN, a locker, or all three. You get a 30-day money-back guarantee, and you will effectively save the price of one of those pay-per-views and be able to get both of them at a great, affordable rate. Thanks to NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Browse safely, browse anonymously, change your virtual location with just one click with the fastest VPN in the world. It works on all your devices, whether you're on the road or you're at home. But if you are on the road, protect yourself on that public Wi-Fi. You don't want those, those hackers, those little sneaks getting in there. So use NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Again, a 30-day money-back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like this product, they will give you your money back. I am such a big fan of NordVPN.com slash Fightful. In fact, we have more than doubled our weekly interview output for you all. We've got like three or four interviews a week over the next few weeks. And that is just because of NordVPN.com slash Fightful stepping up, sponsoring it and saying, what else can you deliver for us? Your audience has liked NordVPN.com slash Fightful. And we want to share it with them more. So I want to thank you guys. I love it. If you're using NordVPN.com slash Fightful, hit me up on Twitter, send me a tweet. I will give you a shout out. I am so happy if you're using any of our products, but NordVPN.com slash Fightful, especially they are by far our biggest sponsor. Shot Kid says, while it wasn't the biggest news in the world, I think we can all agree that all access is going to be a vast improvement to power slap. Let's get slutty. I loved talking to Tom Lawler, a legit good MMA fighter about power slap. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we were talking like, you know, one day we're going to see worked slap fights, both in wrestling to mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, promote a pay-per-view mm-hmm. match. And like, we're going to start to see some of these dudes being like, who wants the night off tonight? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's what would sometimes happen if you were in there against a veteran that didn't really want to compete that night. They'd be mm-hmm. like, who wants a night off tonight? We're here to make our money. Let's mm-hmm. work this MMA fight. You're going to see that with slap fights. Yeah. I swear. 
I think the first scene of the first episode of All Access should be Mac and Nick Jackson with like big stuffed hands slapping each other. Like that should be the first first scene of the first episode. Did I ever, did I ever tell you about when me and my friends would box with Hulk hands when we were kids? Mm-hmm. It was so stupid. It was so goddamn yes, stupid. Of course. Because, you know, there's these big padded hands and you think, oh, oh well, <laughs> of course they're like boxing gloves. No, bro. Boxing mm-hmm. gloves make your hands go like this. That way you can't clench a full fist. Inside yeah. the Hulk hands, there is an actual lever yep. that mm-hmm. loads your fist. Yes. It makes it even harder. You hit yes. even harder with Hulk hands than you yes. do with boxing gloves. Uh, there, Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. That's when we discovered that uh, mouth guards needed to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Punch each other in the face. Mm-hmm. To be young. 
All Atlantic title. We are actually talking about Dynamite. Orange yeah, Cassidy, 23 minutes in. <laughs> Orange Cassidy defeated Wheeler Yuta. <coughs> Peter Davies says, Great Dynamite has me invested in a number of feuds. Plus, Orange Yuta was so good and told a great story, some great angles. I thought this one was a, a humper. I liked the way they set it up. Wheeler Yuta, still not a great promo. Still camping out where other people are doing promos. I dig that. But Orange Cassidy was like... In setting this up, he wasn't apathetic or lazy. He told Wheeler Yuta, it yeah. was not my job to be your best or to be your mentor. It was my job to be your best friend. It was my job to be friendly with you. Mm-hmm. He's like, if you want this, come get it. And he held a, a much different demeanor going into this match, Alex. Um, yeah, no, I, I like this a lot. That he was drawing on the the considerable history between the two, uh, their former relationship. Um, uh, showing how Yuta has changed since leaving the best friends and joining the BCC. Um, I especially loved Claudio coming down a third of the way through the match and literally slapping some sense into Wheeler Yuta, saying, get back in there and beat the hell out of him like you know you can. And then Claudio left. And he came back afterwards, but I love that he came out there like a, like a disappointed dad at a little league game, slapped some sense into his son. You can hit the curveball. We worked on this, and then he did. He pieced out back to the bleachers. I I think that was a really little cool little development. The match was great. I loved how it took two orange punches and one beach break to take down Wheeler Yuta, who just refuses to to to, to give in and give up. I thought that was a it was a really good match. And um, I'm really interested in seeing what the future holds uh, for Wheeler Yuta, both in the BCC and as pure rules champ. I really love the approach they took to this match. Uh, Orion Ben says everything about these 22 minutes humped Claudio. Again, I love the Claudio approach too. Mm-hmm. Really, really like that. Amish Electrician says, was tonight the official heel turn for BCC as they got involved later on? We'll talk about that towards the end of the show. But Orange Cassidy, Wheeler Yuta, I was such a big fan of that. Uh, Ricky Starks promo, he had an open contract uh, for for an opponent. He said, you know what? Beating Jericho isn't just enough. I I, want to beat him again. Jericho comes out there in this spiky outfit and <laughs> Peter Avalon tries to answer the open contract and Jericho beats him up. I love Peter Avalon. I think he's an underrated performer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just think that he's great. Wish we saw more of him. He's there all the time, mm-hmm. but Jericho is like, all right, you don't think I can beat you. And Ricky's like, no, I don't. And I love how dismissive Ricky is. And what I like about Ricky Everything is ridiculous to him unless he says it. And then it's very, very serious. Mm -hmm. But like, even if you see him like in public, he'll he'll kind of just look at people. And it's like, (laughs) it's this very aloof type of personality where Mm -hmm. he's like, what are these dumb asses up to? These dumb asses. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But if he says it, you better take it serious. And I really like that, that angle on things. Jericho says, all right, you don't think I'll beat you? I'll even sign a thing that says the Yas can't be ringside. Is this doing anything for you? Is this Jericho stipulation doing anything for you? Um, it, it, I, what, I, what, I, what did the most for me was um, uh, the, 
Ricky starts coming out and going, all right, well, apparently I'm not getting a rematch with Chris Jericho. So I guess I'm done with Chris Jericho. And half the audience going, yay! <laughs> because they're like, this feud has gone on too long already. And it's been it's been booked in a really weird way where the baby face gets the pin to start the feud. And then the, the, the heel is a little bitch about it. And now it starts the whole thing all over again. It's not the the babyface tries, but the heel cheats and wins. No, the babyface already got the victory. So that feels very odd from the beginning. A lot of it has been built around Action Andretti taking a shot to the head with a baseball bat, which really doesn't have anything to do with Ricky Starks. I mean, they were tag partners like once. Like it's not like he's his it's his brother or something or his longtime tag partner. Just a just a duty tag with. Um so I love him saying, I'm done with this. But I especially love, um, because he because this has all been revealed by the end, this has been Ricky Starks' plan from the very beginning. He basically duck-seasoned, wabbit-seasoned um, Jericho into accepting the match. Jericho didn't want to do it, but he tricked him into it because he knows Jericho's a narcissist and can't let anybody else get the match with Ricky Starks, yes. which is evidenced by the by Avalon coming down and taking a Judas effect from a spiky jacket. Um, but he but he's but he he tricked him into not only accepting the match, but signing a trunk jack that says the rest of JAS can't be down ringside. And when he leaves, Starks turns to the camera and does a little smirk face. And we know this has been his plan all along. This is great. However, I think Jericho wins at Revolution and the whole thing starts back up again because that's the nature of how these feuds usually work. Ricky Starks should just win and be done and we move on forever. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think the feud ender somehow doesn't happen until double or nothing. Like, that's what okay. I think. Jeez, that sounds like a Jericho feud. It does. Cody Bondra has what I think is a good idea. It says, Action Andretti should turn on Ricky and join Yas. Yes, here's what I think. Daniel Garcia should start to lose a couple of matches. Mm -hmm. And they swap. Action yes. Andretti, I think, needs Yas more than he needs mm -hmm. to feud with them. And Daniel Garcia is ready to break away. Garcia can feud with Sammy. Uh, Action Andretti can feud with Ricky. You can do that. I think that would work really, really well. Yeah. Eloquent says, percentage TK brings Punk back. I, I'd still say 50-50. I mean, I... I have yet to hear, hear Tony's feelings on punk. A, a lot of it is so impacted by the fact that we don't really, I mean, unless you know, and you can, and you can say from your reports, how long he was going to be out with whatever injury yeah. he had in the first place. Well, you know the I mean? injury like, is very similar to what Christian cage had and it's Christian cage is back. So, so that's what we're looking at. Like if, if yeah. he's, if he's healthy and he's ring ready and like, then it becomes now, um, it used to be, uh, well, would he, if he could, cause yeah. punk's injured now, if he can, will he? And that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing. I, I, uh, a lot of it, I think would determine like how much damage you think that would do to backstage morale. If, if reports that a I've lot. seen, <laughs> like that people, that people do not want him there. Like if, how much are we doing? Like people just been like, okay, well, I understand it is best for business and our, our gates will be better. All this kind of stuff. If I'm going to get paid more money because he's here, then I'll suck it up and do whatever I've got to do. 
but it really depends on, on the individuals. Cody Bondra says, Alex, what's your favorite Simpsons scene? Uh, out of, out of like so many seasons. One of my, one of my, one of my favorites is, uh, that I, that I, that I will always love is, uh, is grandpa Simpson doing pretty much anything, um, including the most famous meme, which is him walking through the door of the burlesque house, seeing that his grandson Bart is, is take at the door, takes off his hat, sees his butt rock, puts it right back and walks out. It's an, it's an absolutely perfect joke. Uh, that has no lines in it and lasts a second and a half. That's how great The Simpsons was. A few of my favorites are Burns and Don Mattingly. That was a yes, fantastic great. one. Mm -hmm. uh, Homer. Uh, every time I see the control key, I think Kataro. Yep. And then actually one that one of the creators uh, mentioned the other day where they had nothing, no time for Bart and Lisa, and their whole scene was Bart saying to Lisa. So I says to Mabel, I says, yep. and that was it. Mm -hmm. I love that. That yep. pops me every time. Yep. Said Sukka says, is Adam Cole not wrestling at the pay-per-view? A sign Jay is going to uh, WWE if that's who they had facing him. I don't think that was the plan. I don't think that there has been a decision made on Jay White as of yet. I think there's a lot of things that still have to, to play out. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is not a really good one. My eyes, the goggles do nothing. Yes. One of my favorites. So I've, I've mentioned this before. Like I went to universal studios and I was there with my wife who wanted to go to Harry Potter world and I didn't get it. Mm. And then I went to Simpsons world and I hadn't watched Simpsons in <laughs> regularly in 15 yes. years, but I watched the movie and then I got it. I understood. Mm -hmm. And it is far less grand than yes. the Harry Potter wing. Yeah. The acclaimed defeated big bill and Lee Moriarty. Uh, Max Caster says that while Lee Moriarty is Tiger style, his mama likes it doggy style. Mm -hmm. Stokely, uh, Luis says, is in Fred Hampton cosplay. But even Big Bill could not help but to pop at the Enzo Amore reference mm -hmm. in Max Caster's rap. Like, he couldn't contain himself, and I like that. Big Bill's like, all right, all right, that's good. It's pretty good. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. This was a... This is a fun match, I thought. Mm -hmm. uh, Lee Moriarty can go in the ring, and I really love him teaming with Big Bill. Like, I like that dynamic yeah. it's an a really awful good lot. Little, yeah, it's a very fun pairing. It is uh, absolutely the the pairing of Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. I have way more interest in as a tag team moving up the division than uh, at least two of the people in the tag title match, including the champions. Like. Like Lee Moriarty and Big Bill are, are really, really interesting together. I think I, I've always like this is back when you know when Big Cass wasn't even uh, in the shape that Big Bill is in, but he was yes. he was a hot tag machine back in the day. He would just wait for the hot tag. Was Enzo was was facing peril the whole time. He'd dive for the tag, and then it would just be Big Cass running in with big boot, big boot, shoulder block, press into the corner. Like it was just crazy. He's he's gotten a lot better than that, but he's a really good tag wrestler, and I think Lee Moriarty is a really great uh, a pairing with him. I think they'd be really cool. I would not be opposed at all to them getting a serious run toward the tag titles. I would love that. I think that, and obviously they wanted to protect Big Bill here, so they had him get taken out by the ring post and the stairs, mm -hmm. and then 
uh, Lee Moriarty takes the pin. Uh, I also love that elevated DDT that Lee Moriarty does. It's sort of similar to a move that Sylvain Grenier used to do, uh, but Lee Moriarty is a much better wrestler than him. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, I love seeing that. That guy is just so good. He's filling out a lot too. He's getting stronger. He's getting more physical, getting more aggressive with his work. It was already aggressive. Uh, acclaimed get the win. You know they're getting the win. Mm -hmm. All right. Christian Cage comes out for an inning. No, he doesn't. Jack Perry beats his ass mm -hmm. and threatens to concerto him. I, I, I'm so excited to see Christian Cage wrestle again. Yeah. He's just really one of my good. faves. Uh, I like that the Jungle Boy is still too pure of heart to concerto a man to death. Yeah. Uh, even the man who he hates more than anyone in the world. Uh, that's that. What that, that's a that's a fantastic babyface trait. That he 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 wants to, but he knows deep inside in his soul he can't be the man who would do it, and because of that hesitation, uh, Christian Cage does a low blow and uh, and was is going to do the exact same thing to him. Bashes his head into the bottom chair. Was going to concerto him, but then everybody came out and stopped him. Um, so I think we're I think this blow off we're almost inevitably going to get added to the Revolutionary card. Jungle Boy and Christian. Uh, finally ending that feud after so long, I think that um, that Christian is going to force um, Jungle Boy to go to a really dark place to have to do it. And we'll see um, if 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 goodness prevails or if that starts Jungle Boy down down an odd path where he's still the, the baby face by winning the match against the heel, but does having to go to that place where he has to to beat Christian. Does that start something within him that leads him somewhere else? There's a lot of really cool stuff you can do with Jungle Boy here. Guys, uh, don't forget, leave a thumbs up on this video. As I mentioned earlier, NordVPN.com slash Fightful is increasing our interview slate and uh, like significantly. Over the last two weeks alone, we've had Mariah May, Swerve Strickland, Taya Valkyrie, Bianca Belair, Jeff Jarrett, Emily J, Austin Theory, Kevin Knight, David Finley, Sami Zayn, Tom Lawler, Mia Yim, Zicky Dice, and the Street Profits. And we're dropping Piper Niven this week, Titus O'Neil this weekend. Uh, I think Masha this weekend as well. Uh, just a, a, a ton of interviews that we've had covering a number of things. Be sure to support those interviews. The Street Profits interview is so fun, and it's up right now. Uh, Zicky Dice has kind of uh, got lost in the shuffle there a little bit. Uh, his was one of the most viewed interviews that we did a couple years ago. We always have a really good time together. I encourage you guys to check that out. He was trained by Seth Rollins, and a lot a lot of people don't even realize that, but I uh, helped carve his place in impact. But check out those interviews. Thank you to NordVPN.com slash Fightful for all that coverage. But then there's ones like I had an, an interview with Emily J after like her first match, and it's it's done incredibly well. So make sure you guys check these out. Some of them are like, 30, 40 minutes. Other ones are five to six minutes. We got a little something for everyone there. And also, uh, don't forget, we're on other platforms. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all those support us all over the place. Jaden Fox says, Cape Fear is still a great Simpsons episode. Yeah, it so is. It's great. Samoa Joe and Wardlow promo. Miguel Ortiz wants to see Miro attack Wardlow at Revolution when he wins the title. At this point, I would like to see Miro in ROH. Just whatever gets him on a screen. I'm looking at him. I'm, I, I don't know what's up with Serena. I keep asking. 
I look at Scorpio Sky and I'm like, get them on something. Get them on some show. You've got a, com- all, a completely different promotion. Utilize it. Do it to the best of your ability. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I think Miro is one of those guys that he was uh, like his, his arc as TNT champion was just so powerful. And when he, he had the thigh and hamstring injury and had to go for a while, um, it felt like they didn't know what to do with him. If he couldn't be a champion immediately upon coming back. And my thought is who says he can't be, you also have ROH bring him back and have him be the, be a champion there. You know, there's a lot of stuff to do with him. Soraya defeated Sky Blue. This was short and sweet. Soraya gets a win. Like you, sometimes you need these, especially when somebody's been out of the ring for so long, uh, to sort of get their reps in there. I do feel like if there's a match like this, you can also have another women's match on the show. Uh, this was quick, harmless. Soraya needed a win. She's headed for a big match. Uh, Soho calls out Hater after the match, and you get a Hater and Brit interview. But as far as Soraya and Sky Blue, I thought that was simple, effective, it's did fine. what it needed to do. Yep. Um, yeah, it's the the old PTO, the page tap out, I believe is what they used to call <laughs> yeah. that. Remember when uh, you would do that, it on the table? I, and, and Michael Cole would lose his mind because <laughs> I'm not on the table. Not on the <laughs> table, page. Uh, where, where, the, where the opponent's body makes no contact with the table whatsoever. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, I... I, I, I Ruby Soho, Jamie Hayter, uh, Soraya uh, is intriguing to me. Um, I I just hope it's not like Soraya pins Ruby to become champion, sure. uh, because that's like that's 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 a that's your little get out of jail freak. We want Soraya to be champion. We don't want Jamie to take the loss. Who do we have take the pin? Ruby, which is exactly <laughs> what we've all been complaining about. That she gets those those moments what it, right up to it, and then she she loses. What if Ruby pins Soraya? Who I again I want to compliment for she worked very aggressively tonight, and I, I like yes. that. I thought she, yes. thought she needed to. I mean, if if Ruby becomes champ, I won't say no to it any way that that happens. I think that she absolutely yeah. deserves it. She's been she's been great since she came back from injury. Um, I I, I her getting that title shot and then falling apart and falling away and then. Go all the way to the finals of the TBS uh, title tournament and losing that in the finals. She always gets right to the precipice of becoming a champion, and then we don't see her for a bit. So I really hope she wins. Soho called out Jamie. Jamie is backstage. I think that Britt adds a lot to this with just her facial expressions as well. Uh, And again, I love how much Britt is there for Jamie, like just as Jamie was for Britt. Mm Mm-hmm. We got a super chat from Pete Davies that says, I've seen Eddie Kingston is named to be on the reality show. Now I'm interested, LOL. Eddie is always real. <laughs> Me too. I once asked Eddie Kingston the most dangerous weapon he saw, and he didn't say anything about wrestling. Mm-hmm. He said, when I was a kid, one of my friends corked a wiffle ball bat with rocks. <laughs> and then put some nails through it. I can't wait to see him on a reality show. Oh, that's great. I need that. I need that. That's for sure. Tell you what else the people need. Our friends at FitBod. It's February, which means if all has gone according to plan, you're probably well on your way to meeting those fitness goals that you set for the new year. But if you're someone like me, 
Getting motivated to even get started can be the biggest hurdle to overcome. But luckily, the FitBot app has everything you need to hit the goals that you've been targeting. Don't go into the gym aimlessly. Get a fitness plan that's cheaper than a single session with a personal trainer. I've used FitBot since last year back when I was a solid 30 pounds heavier than I am today. And I'm more active than I've ever been. But it's still important to maintain those achievements and set new goals. Whether you've fallen off track or you've hit your goals and are ready for some new ones, FitBot's algorithm changes and updates your fitness plan as you go and helps you find the results you're looking for. Just pick a fitness goal, add your equipment, and FitBot will create a routine for you. Whether you've been missing gym time or you've hit a plateau, a fresh start has never been easier. The app switches up your exercises to avoid overtraining or burnout, and your program changes based on your personal progress for maximized results. Whether you work out in the weight room or your bedroom, FitBot has a plan for you. Learn new movements the right way with over 1,400 HD demonstration videos. A full year of FitBot is less than the cost of a single session with a personal trainer. Join FitBot today and build a routine that lasts all year. Get 25% off your subscription or try the app free at fitbot.me ppv. That's F-I-T-B-O-D dot M-E slash P-P-V. Danielson, MJF promo. Danielson is out there, gets a great reaction from the Arizona crowd, and he's interrupted by MJF, who uh, I saw some people say that, like, they, they talked about that the start of his promo before it before they said it heated up, and they're like, oh, this material isn't good. It ain't material. Like, he's, he's playing off of a, a legit in real life situation um, and applying it to make it a work situation. But he says that, you know, he had somebody he loved and they left him. And every time he sees Brian Danielson in the ring, after all Brian Danielson has been through, it is a slap in the face to him because Brian Danielson has the things that he loves and the things that he wants, which is a family and people that love him unconditionally. How have you felt about that? Bako five says was MJF shooting. I'll say somewhat. Uh, and also thumbs up for Parappa the rapper kick, punch, kick, punch. Uh, but uh, somewhat, I'm not going to get into the personal shit very much, but I mean, he, he said what he said uh, out there in front of the world. Did that do it for you? Did that add anything for you before they got into the birdie stuff? I'm going to answer that with, with uh, Sawyer's, Super chat. Haven't hated MJF's recent promos in a vacuum. What takes me out of it is when a character introduces a new backstory slash motivation far into the story. Suddenly, Mox wants to be a, uh, suddenly Max wants to be a family man. Sure, I guess. Um, it's not necessarily that for me, but it's that's part of it. Like I was like, oh, this is this is a major character development for 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 Max. The the, the idea that Max. Max does not at all seem like the kind of guy who would want to settle down and have a family. And like, like he doesn't seem that way at all. So the reveal of this needs to be like a, a major deal. Like he's pushed to it or something, or there's gotta be a major catalyst, which gets him to reveal this secret desire that none of us were expecting. I mean, that's at least the way that I am picturing this because it's such a huge departure from everything we've known about him already. I thought, I think that it's a perfectly human uh, thing to want 
But the thing about MJF is that he he perfectly crafts his character to be an inhuman slime ball. So to realize that actually, you know, what he wants is the same thing that so many of the rest of us want is a is a is a big big deal. That I don't think this is the right spot to reveal such a an intimate detail about his own personal life. Volun- volunteer it, by the way, not have it like dragged out of him by the other guy in the promo. He started the promo by saying, I wish I could have your family. I wish I could have your life. Um, but also he, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's the guy from, from seven. He's Kevin Spacey from seven. I wanted your perfect little life. Uh, and I, I thought he was going to turn it into after I kill you, I'm going to take your wife's head and put it in a box or something. Like it was just, that would make more sense than him earnestly wanting all of this stuff. I do appreciate that if that is the truth, I like the pivot to every time you get in that ring, you're risking everything, proving how selfish you are, that you would rather do this than have this perfect life that I always want that I can't have. Um, that that's an that's a that's a that's a tack I did not think was going to come in here. Um, then he then he becomes the inhuman slime ball again with the way that he talks to Birdie uh, and Buddy and in the in the camera. I can't square the guy who really really wants a family and to be lo- what I want more than anything is to be loved. Also. I'm going to talk to your kids through this camera about how I'm going to rip your arm off and beat you to death with it. I don't, I don't square those two guys very easily. So it's, this is, this all promo felt really good, separate, but together jarring. And that was my thing about it. I think jarring is sometimes good when you're dealing with MJF though. Like, like MJF takes you on an emotional roller coaster. And um, again, you would always like if you watch the the last dance you, you hear about how michael jordan would look for things to get pissed off about mm-hmm. like he would he would look for reasons to be upset at people and i think that's what we're seeing out of mjf like he's looking yeah. for a reason to make himself the hero in his own story and villainize other people and that's what a lot of sociopathic people do and that's what his mm-hmm. character is his character is an evil sociopath that borderlines on just completely aberrant behavior. Like that's, that's just what it is. Eloquent says MJF has eight origin stories. I love it. That's the thing. He has a justification in his mind for every dog shit thing that he does. Every horrible personality trait that he possesses. He has a justification in his mind of not only why he should be able to do it, but why people that haven't done anything to him should be subjected to that behavior. Uh, Lee Butler says MJF has been surprisingly dismal as champ. Time to move on. I disagree, and it's only been a few months, but I would like to see him drop the title legit twice this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, because I think a lot of people feel it's a foregone conclusion. He's holding the title through the end of the year. Yeah. Jake Salazar says, <laughs> Phil Lindsay said it best. Max is basically doing the, you want to know how I got these scars bit? And I, for one, love it because it fits who he is. Yeah. And every time he's got a different story. He's got a different story each time. I if if I look at it that way, it makes more sense because I don't I don't believe that the person who uh, 
this girl got me to think differently about the world. So I got down on one knee and I asked her to start a family with me and she left me and that broke me. And I want to take a fistful of pills every night. Um, I don't believe that that guy is the same guy who was like, yeah. So then I took my, my high school girlfriend on a joyride. She was giving me a blowy and then I crashed the car and I switched spots with her. I don't believe those two guys are the same guy. So if he's lying both times, that's masterful, but that's the thing about it is it's very interesting to me. I will say it's it's been made public. It is, uh, by the way, a thing. Like, unfortunately, you know, I hate to hate to put that out there, but MJF and his fiance did split, and you know, I hate to hear that, but yeah. uh, hopefully, both of them can move on and be happy. Both incredibly talented people, yeah, uh, but usually not something that we would cover. But I mean, I think it was addressed to yeah. a level on this in which I think it's, it's kind of fair to, but otherwise I like to butt out of people's personal lives. But uh Duckman says MJF had one of his best promos before he let it get away from him. You're taking, uh, talking to Brian Danielson's kids in the camera killed it for me. Not for me. I mean, uh, what the only thing that maybe held it back a little bit for me was the fact that Danielson allowed it to go that long before right. he tried to attack, but also shout out to the knee tap reversal from MJF stopping the double leg takedown. Like you would hear jokingly about the double leg takedown challenge that MJF would do backstage. He still ain't letting anybody. He's Mm -hmm. still, he's still preventing it. Uh, I'm excited for this match and it feels like, (laughs) again, I say this a lot. People just, they forget how good of a wrestler MJF is. Mm -hmm. And then MJF has one of those performances. And then everybody's like, Oh shit! Yeah, he's yeah. really, really great. Mm-hmm. Alyssa Leggett, good friend of the show, says, "Has anyone made any fightful slut jokes yet? Only us, my friend." <coughs> yeah, and then everybody yeah. in our chat, of course. Yes, of course. House of Black call out the elite. Lord Zypher says, "Give me Kenny versus Matthews at the Sacramento Dynamite after Revolution." Yeah, I would. I would. I mean, I would honestly like it before Revolution, like. Mm-hmm. It, to give them credibility, I wouldn't right. mind if it headlined Rampage or Dynamite or something like that. And yeah. Matthews beats him. I would, I would love it. I, I when when they did their their um their little uh, awesome step out of the blackness uh, video thing that they do, which I think is such a cool use of 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 that medium. And when Buddy stepped out there by himself, I thought it was to challenge. Kenny Omega one-on-one on the dynamite before revolution. I thought, I thought it was going to be a specific challenge to Kenny. Um, but I think we're just showing no, uh, nobody's back in the States. We're all good now. Uh, we're all whole and we're coming for you and your titles. Um, but I, yeah, like I'm assuming that's where we're getting it at revolution. And that's like, that's a dream match. Those, those six dudes in the ring are going to be magic. Get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. <laughs> Shy Town Spurs and Jake Salazar say, mm-hmm. It's my world. Mm-hmm. My world, my world. Jeff Jarrett, Jay Lethal, when the tag team battle royal. Jake Salazar says, Sing Jeff Jarrett's theme. No gimmicks, no lender, just Alex singing. Does he have a theme song? My 
Is that is that what is, I all I hear is wee woo wee woo. It's a or, great or is it, does he mean spend my days working hard on the go, but the hands on the clock keep spinning too slow. I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight. See, I was playing the role of Jeff Jarrett there, and you were playing the role of Road Dog. Yes, that's exactly right. So yeah. I'm. Yeah, I'm the talented one here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jaden Fox says, "Will I be a heel if I say I really enjoy Jarrett? I am enjoying Jeff Jarrett more now than I have enjoyed Jeff Jarrett in a long, long time, mm-hmm. and I don't feel bad about it." Uh, Mike McVaney says, "A really good show tonight. I like the Jarrett and Lethal win, and Uno showing out. Uh, it's, I mean, you're starting to see a shift here." where people are unironically enjoying Jeff Jarrett. And again, there's nothing in his work that he does that you couldn't see in the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and 2010s. He can still do all the same things, Alex. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on this? Oh, it's awful. It's awful for the business. It's awful for this company. (laughs) It's awful for the tag team division. Um, No, I'm... I'm I'm unrepentantly anti Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Always have been, and then you put them together, it's it's the worst nightmare. You have Satnam Singh carrying Jeff Jarrett around like a baby to save him from elimination. Um, I I I hate it. Like, I, I, and as soon as they they announced the field for this uh, for this battle royal, um, I was like, that team being in it really scares me because I look at the field. And I feel like they're definitely winning it. And people were like, they're not going to win it. People in this chat owe me an apology because they convinced me that all of my fears were unfounded, especially when Aussie Open was added to it during Rampage. And was like, see, Aussie Open's going to be in it. Aussie Open's going to win this battle royal. They'll be in the four-way tag match. But no. And especially because the way they booked this match by having it come down to Jay, Jeff, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett being the last two guys who were a whole tag team against just Trent, it just gave away the game. So I wasn't even angry because by the time it was just like one member of a few ragtag teams and both Jeff and Jay together as a whole act, I was like, well, this is already a foregone I don't even need to watch the rest of this. Like it's, you have, uh, you look at the roster of talent talent i'm saying talent that they had in that battle royal if you have that talent under contract and deliberately choose jeff jarrett and jay lethal then you're a crazy person i'm sorry like i I don't understand how that's that's i think they they certainly serve a purpose but like this this is this is not it like you you have all these other people who could be doing stuff and the, the, and they're they're they've been a fixture on television constantly for months. When you have all of these people who can't get a minute on television, I you know I don't disagree with that. I think after Revolution they should be cycled out a bit. Uh, yeah. Brent Lockman says I'll accept Jared after he gives Effie his win back and not a second before. Mm-hmm. Effie can't even send me a legit address for his Fightful Award. Shytown Spurs says do not insult the one known a billion Satnam Singh. He's been better than, of course, we thought he would after that right. debut. But uh, my favorite Satnam Singh thing was RJ City saying, there are 1.3 billion people in India. 
Does it frighten you to know there's another one third of you out there? <laughs> uh, man with beard says Alex Silky Johnston Palowski. Hate, 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 hate. Mm-hmm. Alex mm-hmm. Lewis Black Palowski tonight. Right there, you go. Orion Ben says, "How was Aussie Open the first eliminated?" Dang, yeah, I disagreed with that big like time. That, like, why like bring that, them in? Like to me, like if. if People were excited. They were they they were brought in to do the two on two thing with the Bucks on on Rampage, and we'll talk more about the, like that. You have Keith Lee returned on a seven p.m. Rampage. That's a major story, and I know you think that's a big Rampage leading into the All Star thing, and maybe it is, but like that's the kind of angle you run on a live Dynamite. You know. I agree. I, I just feel like there's they are choosing, in my opinion, and the opinion of others, though not everybody, they are choosing the wrong focal points. And Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal is one of those most egregious to me. I, I'm not, I, obviously, I don't speak for everyone, but it's it's been that way since they first showed up. And I was like, this is not, they're just going to take time away from better, for, to me, better, and certainly younger talents that can be built into something for the future. The thing about you relying on people who are older and you're near the end of their careers is they won't be around for as long. So you can take the, the younger talents and build them into something that will last much longer. Once, once Jeff hangs it up and he's gone, well, you better hope that he has done enough for the guys underneath him to bring them up with him. And to me, I, I haven't, I haven't seen a lot of that so far with this james says jeff jarrett is over with him brent lockman says is the thing about aussie open not being under contract to anyone true i mean they they claim it is i don't know for sure it wouldn't shock me that's happened with a lot of uh new japan people darren walker says don't get the hate for jarrett and lethal their matches with the acclaimed were fantastic can work with younger talent and improve them i I agree I, i agree to disagree on all of that i i agree they can work with talent and make them better it's just we don't need to see them all the time like and i and I, I think yeah. i think that absolutely jeff jarrett should be on almost every aew house show live event working with somebody younger. sure absolutely that's a great spot for that i, I won't yeah. i won't disagree with that at all and then periodically be on tv carlos yeah. says who would be the fourth tag team you would add for the tag titles match I think Lucha Brothers would be so over in San Francisco. Ideally, I would add a team called FTR. Yeah, if it's not FTR, if it's not FTR, it doesn't make any sense to me because what you have, what you've done here, and I and I understand from a story perspective, the acclaimed um, had the titles taken from the Guns prior by the Guns, but prior to that, they were working almost exclusively against Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. FTR lost to the Guns and lost to. Um, um uh, to uh, to the acclaimed before they they took took a little leave of absence. Having them come back, you have the, I guess you would say, according to booking, the most important tag teams in the tag team division, um, all fighting for the one set of tag belts. The problem I have is that two of those teams do not belong anywhere near the conversation for top teams in most important teams in the tag division. Not when you got the Lucha bros out there who are just like showing up or whatever. They, they, they did. Hey, they were great in the, in the battle Royal tonight, but 
they're not being booked. Like I would absolutely have put them in this match over Jarrett and 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 uh, Jay. But. Irene says there's too many other interesting younger tag teams on the roster to have JJ and Lethal constantly positioned as a top heel tag team. I agree with that as well. Despite me liking Jeff Jarrett's work, I can't pretend that I'm like super interested in the right. work. Right. Adam says what Jay's doing now is such a waste of his talent. In my opinion, he's a top 10 in the company guy. Mr. Singh needs work on TV, split them up ASAP. Yeah. I don't want to necessarily put a ranking on it, but there hasn't been a lot that they've done with Jay lethal. Honestly, even before this in ring of honor, there wasn't a lot I was really interested in his, his most interesting runs have been in well in the past for me, but I'm not saying that I don't like his work. I think he's a phenomenal performer. I Adam also says, Mr. Singh needs work, work off TV, split them ASAP. Well, I think he does need to spend time with people like lethal and Jarrett and Sanjay. That is important. Shot kid says to quote the Joker from the killing joke. If I'm going to have a past, I'd prefer it to be multiple choice. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a fantastic quote. Yeah. This perfectly sums up MJF and why I love him. Also, gut feelings is Hobbs beat Orange for the all Atlantic title at one of the Bay shows. I hope so, because there were big plans for Will Hobbs. As of last, last fall, we reported he was supposed to get a big push, and obviously that didn't end up happening. But there's a uh, lot of things that didn't end up happening that, around that mid-card. I... I can't believe that they haven't put him in a big, big spot for the Bay Area pay-per-view. I can't believe it. It feels like promotional malpractice. This is a guy from Palo Alto. He's an he's an incredible specimen for your company. Like he's he's a guy absolutely the other place would salivate over and kick down doors for. You put him in a major spot in his hometown and put him over hard. Like, this is a big deal that you... I I can't believe they're not doing it so far. Can't believe it. Victor Sanchez says MJF not losing that double leg. That's that's like the head of the table for him. Like, that's what's most important to him. Ronald says FTR or Darby Allin and Sting for the final spot. Listen, I would love Darby Allin and Sting as well. Because that's the type of match that Sting excels in these days. And listen, I also wouldn't hate them winning the tag team titles either. Like, I would really, really enjoy that. Uh, especially considering this is, like Sting has said, this is his last year wrestling. Yeah. Shame Monster says, Jaden Orange, who do they face at Revolution? Give me Tony, Sheeta, and Jaden an open challenge for Orange. I would like to see Orange defend that title at the Rampage before instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jade, any thoughts on who you think Jade would, would challenge I, I don't or know, who would challenge I Jade? I don't understand what we're doing with Jade at this point coming out. She exists this. to have a belt. Like that's it. She, she, she won. She's now 50, and know, mm-hmm. and like she got to that milestone and what, like if, if the point, if the plan is to just have her show up, beat whoever she faces until Kristen Statlander is, is healthy. That feels like it's not really so much of a plan as it is just a a, a, a thing we're doing because we got no other ideas. Um, I, I I don't know. I honestly, it it makes very little sense to me. I think she's an absolute star, and and I be, I truly believe that her character dictates that she would show up at, at Tony Khan's office. That her character would do this and say, "Why am I not?" the AEW women's champ as well. 
Why am I not facing that? Because you know I'm going to beat her. Like, that's how confident she is. I'm 50 and 0. I don't, I, I, it has come to my attention. People think of the TBS champion as less than, as the, as the mid card women's title. Why don't I have both titles? Like, unless you're giving her something else to do that's impactful, that is a thing that the character would want. So it's a weird thing, man. Um, Bobby Strongbow says, is there no face of the revolution ladder match this year? Oh, I hope that gets added. That would be nice. I, I honestly, again, I wouldn't mind seeing them shift that to rampage as right. well. Like, yeah. Put something on rampage that makes you go. Okay. I got to watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shot kid says, uh, this last week got me mit- thinking about the nature of fandom and how fickle people have become. To be clear, I agree with the crit and have criticism of booking and lack of certain stars, but it felt like one weaker week of TV got people talking like AEW is dying and dead. Yeah, the fickle stuff like that does exist. I agree. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, I- I'm with you there. Bucks and Aussie Open, Storm versus Willow 2, Lance Archer returns on Rampage, Hook versus a mystery opponent for Dynamite. Any thoughts on these? I mean, I'm glad we're getting Lance Archer back. Hook versus mystery opponent could be anything. Um, I'm yeah, I'm 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 excited for for these things. I, I'm really uh, intrigued by Adam Cole getting back in the ring. I, I miss that dude a lot. Um, I'm 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 happy that he's healthy, healthy enough to wrestle, and I, I want to see want to see just what he can do. And hopefully, uh, he's really good to go because this is a guy that is ready for the the company to carry it on his back. Honestly. So we have another Humper Chat. Sawyer says, I don't have much interest in the new AEW reality show, but to me, the big news is wrestling about to quickly replace Dana White's slap nut show. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. honestly, I would watch it if it was people slapping each other in the nuts. Hosted by Jeff Jarrett? Or or slap each other in the face with the guitars. How do like we not have... That. Yeah. How is Being the Elite not doing Jeff Jarrett's slap nuts? How Power the slap hell? Nuts. Power slap nuts. That's what they should call it. Power slap nuts. This is roads to the coal, dentist to the top. Let's workshop it. No, we want Jeff Jarrett's slap nuts now. Like I want a feud where, where he has his talk show. He's in there with his guitar and his, his flashy little hat. And that's what builds up two people bag tagging each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There we go. It's good. Let's go. Let's go evil uno hangman page interview backstage and then john moxley beat the ever loving bullshit out of evil uno Mm -hmm. jennifer says evil uno getting wild tonight reminding everyone what dark order can do hell yeah and pavement cut your hair (laughs) says if uno wanted to win he should have kicked punch block Mm -hmm. and eddie gomez saying I like Uno, but him coming out in a leather vest like Stone, like Cold Stone, Steve Austin, and going toe to toe and with Mox in the main event was not good. Listen, Uno is not scared of anybody. Like yeah. just because he's a good wrestler, like Moxley is a good wrestler, doesn't mean he shouldn't be confident in himself. Right? Uh, he's very, very confident in his abilities, and he's also worn that for a very long time. Like I didn't mm-hmm. see any issue with this. And not only that, Moxley beat the shit out of him and got color with a mm-hmm. masked guy. Yes. Yep, I, I I do think there was there there had to have been some discussion. Uh, now, Mox, 
Eva Luno is going to bleed this time. And Mock's like, oh, man, can I bleed too? It doesn't really fit the story. Uh, but like, maybe we could work something out for the, for the post-match. Uh, Hangman, do you want to come in and wrap barbed wire around your hand unnecessarily and punch him in the forehead? Sure, I can do that. John, will that work for you? Okay, I guess that works. Um, uh, I I thought this was was really good. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Eva Lumo sh- showing out. Um, it was exactly what the story needed. That like Eva Luno never giving up. Like after after Mox beat the absolute dog piss out of him, getting up and delivering two in a row pile drivers. Like it showed Eva Luno even tweeted this. Eva Luno did not give up. He didn't. He 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 passed out in that chokehold. He never gave up. Uh, so the, he, that did everything you need to do for Evil Uno. Did everything you need to do for John Moxley. So how savage he was, and do everything you need to do for Hangman coming out to rescue his old friend, um, and 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 getting just as savage with Moxley as Moxley demands. It was great. Brent Lockman has been watching Uno 15 years and never been prouder of this man. The weight loss, his performance. I've seen this man try to kill people with Christmas presents. Amazing. Here's another fun fact. He's got beautiful eyelashes. And if you've ever seen him in person, you'll know what I mean. They're they're undeniable. Yeah. Flame Inc. says, I have a feeling Mox will have, uh, will have AEW pulled with his weekly bleeding, flipping the birds, FUs at the camera. All it'll take is someone powerful at the network to see this and pull AEW from TV. Listen, thank you so much for the super chat, but it's one of their top-rated shows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you think that people important don't know that and understand that's a part yeah. of the formula, I don't, I don't know what to tell you. It's yeah. unless it teeters into something that they're they've got a problem with, and you know what AEW will do if they've got a problem with it, fix it. Fix that's what the they problem. do. Yeah, yeah. Hangman comes out to help make the save to Dark Order's new theme, and the web was not happy. Alex, mm. what did what did you think? I mean, I think it's much ado about nothing. Is their Dark Order has a new theme that I think I think that's it. Yeah, that was what they were upset about. I think, uh, well, okay. I think people are thinking that, like, oh no, he shouldn't have come out to that theme. Like, I don't know what the hell. I can't see. It's the thing I can't relate to people that want or pretend to be upset about anything. Not taking a shot at you, Alex. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, listen. Every everything I am upset about is not pretend. That is legitimate. <laughs> So he dwells no, I, on it. Uh, it's it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, it, maybe they pushed the wrong button. They they meant they meant to hit go on 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 Hangman's theme, and they just they pushed the wrong button. I don't know, man. It's fine. Cody Bondra says Hangman Moxley should be a first blood match. I feel like that's stacking the deck a little bit against Moxley. Yeah, and I feel like that doesn't work out for Mox too well. If that's the if that's the tip. I feel confident against Moxley in a first blood match because yeah. I know as soon as he hits me, yeah. he'll bleed somehow. Yes, yeah. Broadway Joe wraps us up, uh, says, Alex, that's always been the problem with mid-card belts, in my opinion. Why wouldn't Gunther challenge Roman? Why is Jade not going after Hater? The fallacy of the mid-card champ being relevant. I feel like there should be like maybe an unwritten rule or maybe mentioned, like, hey, you, you can't, you just can't do that unless it's something we force the hand of, but your thoughts on I, that? I, I feel like there's, it depends on the character. If there's certain people for whom I'm the intercontinental champion. I'm the U S champion. This is, this is where I'm at or whatever. This is, this is who I'm, I'm, I'm feuding with somebody right now, but for Jade, 
like her character is I'm I'm here. I've literally beaten everyone, sometimes two or three times. But you know why who I haven't ever faced? That woman over there, the champion, or anybody in her circle or the people who face that person. Like this is why I feel like there there have been some really big um uh missing in action for Jade's title. Like Cheetah versus Jade always felt like to me like a slam dunk. Like that always felt like to me like that would have given Jade, especially around like the 35 and 0 mark, would have given her so much cachet to have beaten Cheetah and the match would have been a slapper. It all depends on who your character is and how much you want that that top title uh, as to, as to who we should be, should be angling for it. People thought that it was Hangman's new theme because it had his graphic. I just, oh, I don't think they're I changing that no, theme at all. They're not going to change that. No way. That's a huge Hang, pop. Hangman told me he wrote that song in the seventh grade. Wow. Yeah, I'm sure that that wasn't at all untrue. Do you see this as a BCC heel turn like people are saying? Because to me, it was just them being them. They they alter based on what they need to do. It's it's funny because as as Danielson has has moved away, like has been more on his own from the BCC. The BCC has been given into their baser urges. They are they are like being much more violent, much like it's the and and having no regard for any any compunction of, of who they face or who they beat up. Um, like yeah, the, the idea of Claudio coming out and slapping Wheeler Yuta in the face because he's pussyfooting around with with Orange Cassidy when he should just be beating the hell out of him. Sure, like that's a different kind of BCC than we've seen. Now, is it a heel turn or are they just? Like really, really brutal, vicious tweeners. I don't know. I, I'm I'm fine with it. Eloquent says, "Where is Sheeta anyway?" I think she's in Japan. She had a a finger injury. Mm-hmm. Anime Otaku says, "Do something like NWA TV Lucky Seven or X Division Option C." I've always hated Option C. Nothing makes that title look lesser than than saying you can literally just give this away for an opportunity at another one. And mm-hmm. back in my day, Samoa Joe, mm-hmm. Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles right. worked very, very hard. Um, right. Flame Inc. says, Alex, everyone has an impression of SRS. Denise, Ollie, Luke, Steven Larson, everyone, <laughs> let's hear yours. I, 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 I don't even, I don't even know. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, what's up, you guys? No, I don't. I don't, really, I don't really have People one. People make my is voice it, a lot higher than it is. Denise's is like, "What are you doing? I'm out here eating leather." Like, listen, that is 100 not accurate whatsoever. So, like, <laughs> uh, that I, I won't even try to, to do that one. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really. Uh, no, I don't really. Ha- I don't really have an SRS because it's you know it's not it's not quite there yet. I'll I'll, to, I'll do I'll so, do some I'll do some some work on it. I guess I, I've mentioned I used to do voiceover works and I, I did impressions very good. And listening back to myself on your shows makes me realize I've been out of that game for a very mm. long time because <laughs> the characters I pop up and do just sound like me. <laughs> it's just me talking with a picture there. So I. The, the best impersonation I do is my impersonation mm-hmm. of Denise impersonating mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Shot Kid says, I guess I'm blindly hoping at this point that I could see Mercedes debuting against Jade in an open challenge at Revolution. Probably won't happen, but a guy can hope. Mm-hmm. Sticking with the women, is Billy Starks under a deal yet? Not yet, 
But honestly, I think that wouldn't be a bad, like, on-the-spot opponent for Jade. <laughs> honestly, you're right. Because like, she's, she's got if, some buzz behind her. Yeah. She really does. And it's this thing of, of Jade would absolutely, in character underestimate her which would allow billy just to surprise a lot of people get a lot of people talking about her then you then you announce she's been signed honestly and depending on if you have like an end game in sight what you do is you debut billy in an open challenge with jade jade beats her after a really hard fought match and then you build billy over the course of a few months to get a rematch with jade billy being the one to beat jade cargill eventually like that's that's an amazing career trajectory that you could that you could then build off of. Guys, if you want more AEW Dynamite coverage, boy are you lucky in the next couple of weeks. Of course, we're covering AEW Revolution. Julie Cutler will be here with me, but on fightfulselect.com, best $5 in the business. Alex and Kate will be doing a review as well. Uh check out today's list goes on. That's where I talk at length about not just the one wrestler that I had tweeted about and said, uh, you know, they got some concerns about Vince coming back to creative, but how that was echoed when I started to ask people, nobody confirmed it. In fact, it was denied, but it was a concern. Uh, check that out. Do not, I encourage you do not rely on secondhand aggregations of that. I'd rather you completely disregard it than to mm -hmm. even give credence to aggregations of that. But Fightful Select has a bunch of news on Trish Stratus. We got some impact contract news tomorrow as well. Uh, Brent Lockman says, you've heard from more now. Nobody, I heard from more from the jump. I was telling you guys how it was first presented to me on Twitter and said, oh, by the way, guys, at 4 p.m., you can tune in and we'll have context. But yeah, I I guess I gave Twitter too much credit in a mm -hmm. suit. Uh, but if you want more Dynamite, Every Thursday, Will Washington does Day After Dynamite. Uh, check it out every Thursday afternoon. Alex, what do you got going on, my friend? Well, um, you can follow me on the Twitter at Alex Sarah Graps. Uh, on Friday, we're going to do a Rampage watch-along on uh, FIFO Select while reviewing SmackDown. A uh, lot of interesting things going on as we build immediately toward revolution and in the not so far off future on the roads to wrestlemania um and then on monday uh, back at it again with uh, with kate reviewing raw on fightful select as well ricardo wraps us up and says the crowd was molten hot live well thank you all so much for being here A reminder we're here every night post raw post nxt post AEW dynamite post impact and after AEW Rampage and SmackDown. In addition, we have uh, shows throughout the week, The Spotlight, Listing Your Boy, Day After Dynamite, Grapsity, and Wrestling Perspective Podcast. You are not getting uh, even a, a fraction of this much inside wrestling coverage anywhere. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys. Until next time, we're out. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret 
and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.